Hello, hello. I'm so excited to kick off the new year with Alina Christina. It's actually very interesting how we met. I was going overseas for a family trip and I thought I needed a little time to myself. So I started looking for retreats in Europe and I came across Alina Christina's retreats that she holds in Portugal. And uh, she also follows Joe Dispenza. So Mm -hmm. she ended up doing an event following him and with him and uh, her dates shifted and so did mine. And we did not get to meet in person, but I am confident we'll be able to meet in person in future years when I visit Europe. But I'm super thrilled to have her here today. She has an amazing journey that really started after burnout in 2018. So Alina, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, JJ. It's an honor to be here, a privilege to be here with your uh, audience. And uh, yes, I'm tuning in from Portugal. I'm happy that uh, we met synchronistically last year in 2023, and I'm happy to be inaugurating uh, 2024 with you, uh, with the first live podcast of 2024. Happy New Year to everybody. Oh my goodness, what a fun way to start the year, because going through all your material, I mean, you just have so many energy practices that you use, you're hosting events, you have online courses, but I want to kind of roll back to the time where you're going through a burnout and you're realizing Mm -hmm. like what's not working. How do you decide to really sort of pursue this, this spiritual path that you're on today? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. So my burnout actually happened on several levels, so to speak. It was almost like uh, all pieces of the castle tumbling down. Um, And that uh, basically um, we, we all have this. I would say that this is all we all have our hero's journey. Right. And my hero's journey actually started when I realized that what had actually been ingrained in me growing up, uh, meaning that you have to be a high achieving a good girl, a high achieving woman, and be the best in your class, be the best in terms of uh, best grades, uh, be the best at your work, uh, climb the social ladder, the corporate ladder. Um, all of that were actually external, uh, externally imposed standards. And uh, it all came tumbling down in, in 2018 when I realized, I mean, nothing externally actually happened. It was all an internal journey for me. So externally, everything was going well. I was uh, um, at the top of my career back then, um, at the the head of a a large uh, department in a corporation in Africa. I was traveling a lot. I was speaking a lot. And at the same time, something felt like there was a mismatch happening inside of me. There was something that was no longer clicking in. And also, I was in a relationship back then that again, externally, everything uh, looked bright and beautiful. And it, it seemed like we were like the Romeo and Juliet, perfect couple. And actually, internally, I felt that I wasn't following my truth. I felt that I wasn't always speaking my truth. And I felt that um, the, uh, the person I was with back then, bless him, was not honoring uh, fully, uh, was not seeing me fully and was not honoring my needs. But that was actually because I wasn't seeing myself fully and I hadn't learned to see and meet myself uh, where I was. And I hadn't been through the essential journey of inner love. So actually that led to a, a big awakening, gradual awakening. You know, some people actually have slower awakenings and others have accelerated awakenings. My awakening was slow and simmering, you know, simmering. (laughs) And 
it was like a slow and simmering pot until I couldn't take it anymore. And I had to, I, I took the liberty of having a conversation with the, the men that I was with uh, back then and actually having a truth, truthful, heartfelt conversation that led to us breaking up. And it's far, as, as, as hard as, as it was, I preferred to follow my path and, and start listening to my heart and listening to my truth rather than continuing a relationship that was no longer, um, yeah, mutually satisfying. And then after having taken that leap of faith, I took, decided to, took, to take the next one, which was uh, address the situation at my work where I wasn't feeling fulfilled and I had actually gone through a burnout that wasn't really acknowledged. Uh, at work, like I, I went to back from my burnout to back to work. Uh, I only took a weekend off, and the question that I received was, "Are you good? Okay, let's go." You know, kind of like in that constant treadmill type uh, type of uh, mentality that a lot of uh, companies were back then. I do believe that there's big changes happening worldwide right now in in companies too and at the corporate level. That's amazing. And I love the idea that you knew your relationship was a reflection of how you were feeling inside. That took Mm -hmm. me some time to learn that my outside is really just a reflection of my inside. And the fact Mm -hmm. that you had enough self-awareness to recognize that your outside wasn't matching your inside anymore. And even if it is heartbreaking on so many levels to leave somebody that you're connected to, it is so necessary because you know the universe will have a way of shaking us to leave eventually anyway. So how yeah. did that lead you though to, I know you you have seven different energy practices that you use. I'm going to be doing Akashic Records with you next week, which I'm super excited about. But you talk a lot about this ancient priestess school. And I feel like mm-hmm. that name just really jives with me. I'm like, tell me more, tell me more. Yes, it was part of the journey. So after I I started uh, learning how to say no to what was no longer aligned to me, I started having actually these dreams. So actually memories from uh, from past lives and memories from connection to these beautiful spiritual guides um, connected to the divine feminine came to me through initially through dreams. And then I started looking into it and studying and joining different practices and going through different initiations. But it all started with dreams. So I I believe that our body, first of all, I have to clarify this, our body is like one of the most beautiful divine technologies that we have could ever have access to. It's not our phones, it's not our laptops, it's our bodies. All of the divine technology that we need is actually lying right here within our bodies, within our hearts, within our minds, within our cells. And so basically my my subconscious started communicating to me through dreams. I would actually even say my, my, um, my higher self beyond the subconscious is my higher self, my soul that started communicating to me through dreams. When once it saw that I had finally taken steps towards alignment with uh, with myself and what was truly calling me. So one of the most the first dream I ever had with a goddess was actually um, it helped me alchemize the pain coming out of the relationship that had uh, uh, that that had ended, and in the dream. Very, very shortly in the dream, I was um, dressed in a beautiful Greek 
goddess type of dress, beautiful dress. My dad was in the dream, you know. The, um, it was a reflection of my connection to the, to my dad growing up and all the trials and tribulations that I had gone through. And my dad was actually in this dream reading a beautiful poem to me, like an ode. You know, the type of odes that you would sing to uh, goddesses in ancient times. So he was reading this beautiful poem to me. And at the same time, I could hear the words very uh, clearly. And when I woke up, I remembered those words. And what he was saying is, uh, remember to ask on her help when you need to. Remember to ask on Isis's help when you need to. She is one of your protectors. So I woke up. And what I do remember for sure, I would have, I would have probably discarded the dream if if I hadn't felt completely different than the night and the day before. There was a tangible change in my biology and in my emotions after that dream. So I woke up with a complete relief. This was after three months of grief going out of my relationship. And it was for the first time in three months, I was able to wake up like with this feeling of peace and serenity inside of my body. And I was like, what is this? I have to find out more about ISIS. I don't know what it, this is, but I have to find out more. So I started looking into it and I learned that Isis is a beautiful Egyptian ancient goddess connected to alchemy. Yes, so alchemizing our emotions, alchemizing pain into joy and into life and into life force energy and life-giving activities. She's the goddess of alchemy and love and fertility for the ancient uh, Egyptians. So that made me curious. So I started joining uh, different, I worked with mentors, different mentors on my path and joined different schools uh, that were fundamental for me. I can mention here a few of them, a few of my mentors uh, on the Divine Feminine Path, Sophia Sundari, Kaya Ra, she's very famous as well. And uh, on the Divine Masculine Path that I joined later on, uh, Joe. By far, Dr. Joe Dispenza is one of the most beautiful, prolific um, uh, speakers and writers and authors that I had the privilege to, to work with in his retreats. So gradually, that led me to uh, anchor some of my gifts. Uh, one of the most beautiful initiations that I allowed myself to go through, because I took a year off and I traveled and I just followed my heartfelt dreams and wishes and that led to discovering all the practices that I'm using today in my uh, inner goddess school. Uh, in 2019, one of the practices I got initiated in was the Akashic Records readings. And what happens once you go through the initiation is that you have different gifts that wake up for you. We're all different. So if a mathematician would do the reading for you, you would discover that he would talk to you in the language of numbers and fractions and equations. Um, the gifts that woke up for me, uh, having taking into consideration that when I was a child, I was an empath, so I could feel inner energy very easily, energy and emotions, and absorb it and not know how to alchemize it, but I learned it later. So I was an empath. I was super fascinated with history, with mythology, and with the lives of saints and um, and saints and historical figures. Um, like uh, Yeshua, Mary Magdalene, and uh, so many others. So what woke up for me uh, after having gone through the Akashic Records reading initiation is this capacity to connect to somebody's spiritual team of guides and to deliver messages to them. Beyond, of course, my own capacity to connect to my own spiritual team of guides and receive messages and guidance and instructions. Now, 
it's it's what has helped me actually lay the foundations for the inner goddess school and develop all the programs and the retreats everything is cha- the retreats the programs that i'm doing it comes from the inner guidance i would say the the of the spirit, beautiful spiritual guys that i work with and ultimately i believe that we're all here on a path to deepen um, one of the primary goals we have in this lifetime is to to deepen this connection to our inner guidance our inner gps so to speak and uh, develop that trust uh, in our inner GPS and in our inner guidance and also develop our connection to the divine in all of us in various forms and ways. My Mine comes also through the connection through the, to the spiritual guides. So beautiful, so beautiful. I have to ask a life question because I obviously love Kaya, I love Sophia, I follow Dolores Cannon and Joe and all the other oh, folks yes. that you had mentioned. Yes, yes, yes. Dolores Cannon too, amazing. Yes, she's wonderful. Like, what was happening on the outside? So, like, you decide to leave a significant relationship. You tell your job, like, "Hey, I need some time off." Like, are your friends and family like scratching their head, being like, "Are you okay? What's happening?" So, how does your life kind of catch? How does your life keep up with the momentum of your self-discovery? Yes, totally. So you uh, you nailed it when you said that my friends and family were scratching their heads. <laughs> that's an that's an understatement. I kind of became like what you would say I uh, the the happy pink sheep of the family. <laughs> The one that would uh, go into exploration of all these beautiful topics that nobody prior to me had. Although I have to give credit to uh, the, the, the lineage of women in my family because my mom was the first entrepreneur in my family. So what happened externally is after I had given myself that year of grace, 2019, it was actually nine months uh, I traveled and got through different various practices and initiations, always connected to what I was curious to learn more about. And then I decided what I would incorporate in my work later on. Uh, so I gave myself that period of grace. And uh, after that, in uh, end of 2019, 2020, I decided to move to Portugal because, again, that was part of the spiritual guidance of the uh, of my that was coming from within, from my connection to my spiritual guides. I received very clearly that Portugal was a good choice for me. And during the pandemic, interestingly, it was one of the safer, so to speak, uh, countries uh, to to uh, to be in. And it was like a little safe haven for me back uh, back then. And I also started to I actually. Um, uh, still, ha- I have two brands. So I started two brands. I started, uh, my, my guidance told me, okay, you're still very good at what you used to do, Alina. You used to be a leadership coach. You used to work in HR with executives. So there's no reason why you should um, stop that. So I started two companies, uh, one focused on that. And the other one is the Inner Goddess School, the Illuminated Essence brand. And um, sure enough, I, and I want to encourage your listeners to, to trust the journey. Sure enough, the initial steps were not easy. I had, given the fact that there were not that many people believing in myself, what actually helped me was a network of like-minded soul friends that I made along the way during my journey, during my sabbatical in 2019. I met the wonderful people that I stayed in touch with, I stayed in contact with. And interestingly, they were reflecting to me the, the the journey I was on because they were also going through big changes and they had to learn to accept that they were on a new path 
they had to learn to be gentle and loving to themselves and to at, at the same time go through the motions of honoring their soul callings rather than ignoring them so go after what was uh, the calling from within so i call them my soul family so what helped me move forward was my soul family they're not actually living necessarily uh, there's one of them uh, in 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 portugal but all of the the others are scattered across the world but we meet weekly we have a meditation and grounding call together weekly we send each other support messages so having a support soul family of friends is so important i would say and the second thing that helped me is that trust in my inner guidance in my inner gps and i am const- i mean i'm not saying that i'm not tested sometimes uh but it's uh it's it's a journey of of you know it's like a muscle that we have to build to have faith and to keep going because the initial steps of uh, setting up a business and running a business are not not easy um, and yet the ones who stand the trial of time are always the ones who are the most passionate who believe in themselves believe in what they do it it it, it all boils down to these few elements of passion dedication commitment perseverance perseverance i'm learning is so so important and if we mm-hmm. add the element of the divine feminine to that meaning like you're you learn to self care you know we, what i didn't do when i was in the corporate world you learn how to add the sprink the sprinkles of of inner love of nourishment of self care of downtime and re- reflection and relaxation when you need to it's 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 it, it all leads to a sustainable way of living and of running your business uh, I love that. So many nuggets, so many nuggets. I love the soul family. I started a community called Together We Seek for just that because I just find that so many people are like, well, who does this and who can do that? And it's been so fruitful. And I spark many things because it's helpful to me. Well, as we're rounding this out, I, I know we're going to put all your links below so that they can see how to attend your retreats and how to join your courses. But I just want to spend a few minutes talking about how you connect with your inner wisdom. Uh, I do a lot of meditations, but now I can sit at my desk if I need a bit of information. Even this morning, I was working on something and I could not remember the name of something. And I just sat here and put my hands like on my thighs and my feet on the ground. And I just asked for my angels to come and help me remember the name of something. And I couldn't remember. And then all of a sudden it pops in my mind. So how do you tap into your inner wisdom now? And how did you and how easy is it for you? Okay, so I'll start from how I used to um, on uh, on in the initial in the initial motions I would say of my my gradual awakening process. Uh, in back in 2018, it all started with meditation, but like a very simple silent meditation, like just sitting in silence. Uh, it actually helped me, and this is good for beginners. Actually, it helps me silence the outer voices that were so loud inside of me. And it made me um, have more clarity with regards to what is my own inner voice as opposed to what are the outside voices. So silent meditations can be super potent and beautiful. And then I went into more guided meditations and the the path, and that's why I resonated a lot with Dr. Joe when I found out about his work. The path for me intuitively had always been by connecting to my heart. So that means that may mean bringing a hand to your heart and taking a few deep breaths in and out and relaxing and closing your eyes. And 
after your whole body and system calms down through uh, the, your heart center, uh, I've discovered that you can actually speak to your heart. Your heart is like a gateway to your soul. And you can ask any question and she uh, will provide the answers. If you just tune in and listen over time, she will provide the answers. Another way that I love to connect to my intuition is exactly what you mentioned so beautifully, JJ, and that is uh, connection to spiritual guides, angels, archangels, goddesses. So for me, and this is something that the, the women uh, may, may love to experience, for me, it's, uh, it's through goddess meditation. So um, I've developed over time the skill to uh, connect to different goddesses. They're all embodiments of the divine, of the divine feminine. And once, when I want to bring in a particular quality, like today I want to connect to my strength, or today I want to connect to beauty and love, um, then uh, I go into a meditation with those particular guides, like Aphrodite or Venus, uh, alchemizing, of course, there's Isis and um, there's so many beautiful uh, goddesses that uh, that are here to help us on the journey. And speaking of the ancient priestess schools, that that the question that you started with, honestly, at this point in time, I believe that all women who have incarnated have um, have this this mystical longing inside of them and mystical uh, knowledge that is awakening, that is flourishing, and that is uh, of the fact that. Their body is a temple. They are here to honor their life and to, to, to create beautiful things in the world, much like a goddess would. And, and three, that they are, worth, they are worthy of all their dreams. You know, this is the goddess knowledge. They are, we, they are worthy of the dreams. And we have this loving, nourishing, speaking of community, like the communities that you created, nourishing energy that allows us to, when once we create something, to nourish it and to sustain it. It's like, it's the energy of Gaia, of Mother Earth, ultimately, that we, all of us women, have embedded in us through our cycles, our monthly cycle, through the seasons of our life. Uh, we have it embedded in us. So it's so much more easier, in a sense, for us to create from this place of sustaining, of nourishment, so that's why I love the meditations with the goddesses. And one, one of my go-tos is Mother Earth for grounding, for example. And mm -hmm. uh, you, women can experience more of that through the retreats that I run and also through this beautiful goddess sanctuary, which is a beautiful membership I've created as well. Oh, gosh. Well, I hope that all of you will get as excited as I have on meeting Alina because she has been such a bright light. I love getting her weekly updates. and in touch with her retreats and her courses. And I just love that you've shared the inner journey because I think so many of us are sitting on the edge of the pool thinking, should I dip in? Do I want to lean towards that? How am I going to get this off the ground? And as I always remind people, don't worry so much about the how, just start working towards it, working towards what is calling you. And I do think a great place to start is really learning to meditate. And if you need mindfulness to help you do that, I think that's really a great place to start. So I will include all your links. Is there any parting messages or words you want to share with the listener? I would say exactly. I really loved what you mentioned now in the end, that it's so important to trust the journey and to take to put one step in front of the other, especially if you're going through a process of right now, like I was back in 2018, there are pieces of your life that no longer make sense and you want to make major changes. 
I would say take it, first of all, be gentle with yourself. It's normal. Everybody is going through it sooner or later. And put one step in front of the other and connect, make a habit to connect to your intuition, uh, to your soul knowledge on a daily, if possible, basis, because that's what fine tunes your inner GPS and allows you to keep moving forward with, uh, with ease, with grace, with trust. And it allows you to build momentum. It's one step in front of the other. And, and the universe always usually reveals the next steps once, you, once it sees that you trust, that you trust the journey and you put one step in front of the other. And then the, the next parts are uh, revealed to you. You get more creative. You get, more, you get to meet more interesting people and, and establish new partnerships. I love this. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, JJ. It's been such a joy to be here with you today. And that's a wrap. See you again here and over at togetherweseek.online where you can join live discussions with energy practitioners, healers, and spiritual leaders. See you there.